Hello friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 274 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm talking about the Japanese concept known as Ikigai. There's a chance I'm saying that wrong, pronouncing that wrong. I have looked at so many sources and listened to so many things to try and figure out how to properly pronounce it. So if I'm butchering it, I apologize. Feel free to message me and, and correct me. All right, let's hop on into this thing. Hey, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get Maestro Five. Three, two, one. Hello, 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 friends, and welcome back to my favorite podcast. Right off the bat, I want to thank you for all of your dope reviews. So my homie, Rachel, actually reached out to me the other day and was like, you know, she was looking for some inspiration for leaving a review on a different podcast. And she was like, decided that she would check my podcast to see what reviews people had written and she actually sent me a video with a very nice filter and was just like Shante I just need you to know that you have incredible just so kind reviews on your podcast and I was like holy shit I haven't said thank you for that in a long time and wanted to make sure that the very next episode which is this episode that I put out I thanked each and every one of you who has left a, a review. You know, you listen, you share this, um, but especially right now, those of you who have shared a review, left a review at any point in time, um, the stars are great. And the actual like leaving the review part, the little comment things are so dope and so appreciated, appreciated, and just like they're remarkable. Just thank you, All right? Thank you, thank you, thank you. So for this episode, we're talking about. Ikigai, which like I said in the little intro part, I may be butchering. I literally watched like 10 different YouTube videos and they all say something different. And I was like, well then. Uh, so if I am butchering it and it's offending you, I am sorry. It's not my intent. Please feel free to reach out and, and learn me something. So I did a post about this the other day on Instagram. I will link it in the, I will, my homie will link it. Courtney will link it in the, uh, the show notes. But Ikigai is a Japanese concept that means a reason for being. Now, we can kind of debate whether or not... I'm still on the fence with whether or not I agree with that. Not with whether I agree with that, if that's what it stands for, because that's obviously what it stands for. But uh, you'll see as I move forward. I'm kind of on the fence with it, but I love the idea in general. And really, I love the, the diagram. It's a Venn diagram. There's a Venn diagram that goes along with it. There's a whole book and everything too. So I should probably read more about it, but I'm going to give you my interpretation of things and what I've taken thus far. So there is a, an awesome Venn diagram. And I shared that as the graphic on Instagram and who doesn't love them a good Venn diagram. So within this Venn diagram in its four circles. Okay. So 
ideally you can go to the show notes and look at the post so you can see the actual diagram. If you can't, I'm going to try and describe it right now. It's four circles that are overlapping, right? And to make a Venn diagram here. The top circle says what you love. The circle on the right says what the world needs. The circle on the bottom says what you can be paid for. And the circle on the left says what you are good at. Now, we know as, as it relates to a Venn diagram, where these circles overlap, we get new spaces. And each of those spaces is colored indifferently. Like the, the, the graphic itself is really nice. We get new uh, areas. And within those areas, they have more words. In the center, where all four circles overlap, that is ikigai. That's what they say is a, the Japanese concept for a, or meaning a reason for being. And what I love about this is that I do believe it offers a nice dose of reality. Because we see right off the jump, there are right off the bat, rather right off the jump, right off the bat, there are, there's a difference between what you love and what you, know, what you can be paid for. I would probably contend that that should say what people will pay for. But right. they're not automatically the same thing. And what you love and what you good at, what you love and what you're good at, those aren't automatically the same thing. They're two different circles, right? What the world needs and what you can be paid for, different things. What you love and what the world needs, different circles. What you're good at, this is big, and what the world needs, different circles. And I think that's so important. The more that I do business coaching, the more that I want to share that message and make sure people understand that, that just because you love something doesn't mean people are going to pay you for it. Yes, the more passion that you bring to the table, the better. And people love being around that. And they are far more moved by that than like, a, you know, a, a, a list of, of features and such. They want to feel you, want to feel your passion. But we have to understand that what you love and that when in this... Venn diagram, what you love and what you're good at, when those intersect, that's your passion. So if we talk about your passion, that may not inherently be what people are going to pay for. And how do you get people to pay for it? Well, that part of that could be time, right? Where you keep at it until people realize that they have that problem and realize the value of this thing. That could be a big thing. But this, I think, also supports my feelings of not subscribing to the burn the ship model for this reason. Like, I think, you know, there can be a case made for everything. But for me personally, when I coach, I don't love that burn the ships model of like, you have an idea, you're really passionate about it, or I give it this other thing that's your safety net and you're getting money from and dive all the way in. I don't know. Because what you're good at, what you love, aka your passion, may not be what people want to pay for. And I think it's super, super important to realize that. This should not be interpreted as like, you know, abandon your dreams. But also, let's be realistic about things. And let's take radical responsibility for the decisions that we've made thus far which will absolutely change our quote-unquote reality, our current situation, right? If we decided to go to school and get a lot of student loan debt like I did, 
that may change some of the decisions that you make. And maybe, you know, moving towards that centric part, that ikagi, I said that wrong, ikigai. Jeez Louise, I'm going to get it. Maybe, because I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Uh, but that could prolong that journey there. Or maybe you have a family and kids now. And so it's not you know, so much, you're not as able to think about, okay, what do I love? What am I, what am I good? What am I passionate about? Let me just do that. Even though it's bringing in no money right now, maybe you can't do that. You don't have that luxury because of the decisions that you made before. All right. So that all ties in. I think that there's just so much value in just thinking about this. I had a really good discussion with someone in the DMS uh, and you know, she shared another post with me that, that largely said what we just went over where perhaps you have a vocation and then you also have a passion. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right? I love everything, the direction that uh, this like corona time is taking us towards where people are really just trying to do things that make them happy. I love that and I want more of that. But I also really love and respect keeping a roof over your head. Right? If you are in a position, you know, I had uh, Skip and Jazz on, and they're in a position that that roof can be the top of their van. Fucking love that. That's amazing. They are like living their ikigai. They're like right there. But they've also made decisions about it. They don't, you know, they don't have kids yet. They have saved a lot of money. They didn't do certain things so that they could have, you know, make these choices. Um, I think it offers up a ton of reality, which is dope to me uh, and, and allowed me in that, in that circumstance to have a really good conversation in the DMs. Uh, so thank you. If you're listening, thank you for that conversation that we had. Another part that I love about this, I've been trying to do a post about it without like hurting people's feelings. So it does take me quite some time to do a post. And, I, and when I do, when I, do I, should, I think I should say, it takes me some time to create a post. Like the actual like making of it is usually fairly easy. It's coming up with like, how do I want to say this? How is the message best delivered? How can I be more succinct? Does this get across the point that I'm trying to get across? And one of the things that I love about this Venn diagram is that on the left side, it says what you are good at. That's one of the big circles, right? I think that... I see this a lot in the in the social media space and in the online business space, especially for those, particularly for those who are looking to get more into the like motivational realm. I don't even want to. I don't know if I even want to say motivational speaking, but maybe like the life coaching, motivational coaching role. To me, when I think about that, it's not are you good at coaching it? Yes, that's part of it, but are you intrinsically motivating? Meaning. Have you done this? Have you lived a life that's motivating to me? Have you lived a life that's inspiring to those people? Do you have your shit together? Now, I know some people would argue and be like, you know, a coach doesn't have to have been an amazing player to be a good coach. That's fine. I kind of disagree with that. But for me, I want to know that the person I'm working with is good at the thing that I'm paying them to teach me. So right now, you know, I'm going to volleyball lessons and Steven is an amazing coach, but also he was an amazing player. He played professional. Like, you know, I don't know if he was like the number one ranked player. I don't know what that means, right? But he has the skill set to demonstrate everything that he needs to, that he's, that he's teaching me. 
he has the proficiency, yes, as a coach. So I think that's a two-part there, especially if you're coaching someone. Are you a good coach? But also, are you good at the thing that you're coaching? So if we're looking at the motivational, inspirational side of things, yes, can you teach that? Can you draw that out of someone? But like, is your life inspiring? I've found that, you know, for most of the, the accounts that are out there that people are like really following for motivational stuff, if you go and like read their backstory, like they did some shit right, that is inspiring. And then from there, they, they I want to say gleaned for some reason. I don't want to use that word, but like kind of, I don't know, I don't know why. Uh, but from that, they took a, like, you know, a lot of lessons from that and translated that and turned that into these inspirational phrases, quotes, statements, books, things like that. So this concept of Ikigai, one, I love the reality that it dishes out. And two, I love that it hopefully encourages people to look at this thing and say, where am I right now? Where, or to ask, where am I right now? Where do I want to be? And what do I need to do to get there? That second part of where do I want to be, maybe you don't want to be in the middle. And maybe that's why I'm kind of still kind of processing this. Because the way, the, the way that the graph looks, the graph, the way that the Venn diagram looks, it's as if, you know, you want to be in the center because it says a reason for being. And maybe it's okay because it says a reason for being, not the reason for being. So maybe there, there's some wiggle room in there. Again, I need to go read the book. But already having some feelings about things. And when I say I'm having some feelings, I don't mean I feel some kind of way, right? That's different. <laughs> but that second question of where do you actually want to be and, and tying that into the discussion that I had in the DMs of like, maybe you are okay with doing this passion project and understanding you're not going to get paid for it, but then also having this other job that pays you, that you maybe you're not so passionate about. You know, we see that in, in, the, in the physical therapy world and maybe you get like a, tr- uh, a home health job and maybe maybe you do love it, but maybe you don't. And you're like, you know what, it is what the will be people will pay for and it gives me the time to be able to do these other things and this other project and then you know there's there's nothing wrong with that one last thing I'd like to say and my mom actually made me think of this and I see it a lot and I was comfortable comfortable enough to respond to her this way it wasn't rude or anything like that but she wrote like, oh, I like this. This is really interesting. I should go read more. And you know, you folks know, I'm by no means against education. But to me, it was very interesting that the, her initial reaction was, I'm going to go read more about things as it relates to this, this set diagram that she already had answers to. Right? You already know what you love. You know you can have a rough idea of what the world needs. And when they say what the world needs, it also, that really means like in a bigger, like we're looking to change something because not to be confused with what people will pay for, right? So it's not like, oh, they need it so they'll pay for it. It's like, what does the world need? What's going to actually change things? That bigger why, right? The, I'd call that kind of your purpose. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, that she knows that what she loves has an idea what the world needs. Like, right? if you're living here, you know, like, hey, we need more happiness. We, mean, we need more love. We need more compassion. We need more understanding. We need more, need more dialogues. Whatever. You know what it, as it relates to your world, what is needed. 
or what you believe is needed. You know what you can be paid for. You know right now what people will pay for. You can do a little bit of research, I guess, in the market, but you have a rough idea and you know what you're good at. So for those of you that your tendency is always to go and read more, learn more before you take action on something, I'm just going to ask you to pause a minute and be like, do I have the information? Do I have enough information to get started? And in this case, absolutely. If the goal is to, you know, look at these things, see, and, and the person believes like, yeah, I'd love to be in the middle of there. These are all things that you know already. So you can start moving forward and then learn as you go and go read more like I'm going to do and hopefully learn how to say the word. Ikigai, we'll see. But it's interesting when folks, their first thought is, I need to go learn more, especially when it's about yourself. It's one thing if you're like, I got to fix this toilet, which I did the other day, and I'm so proud. So first I went and looked inside, and I was like, what is the problem? I'm trying to figure this out. But then I was like, I can't fix this. I think I understand the problem. Then now let me go and learn more. But it was something about me. I would love it, you know, I'd love to see some forward momentum, some action first. Okay. So a little discussion today about Ikigai. I encourage you, Google it. Use the links in, the link in the show note to check out the post. Uh, feel free to hit me back and let me know where you're at or if you agree with it or you don't or you just like the message. A lot of people seem to really resonate with a lot of people on Instagram. So that was really cool. Uh, but... Would love to hear from you if you feel like you're you're there. I do. I guess maybe I should share that. I didn't like I shared in my post. I do largely believe that I am very close to that middle part, and I'm in a very happy spot right now where I don't feel like I need to be pushing and changing things to try and get closer to the middle. Um, oh, that reminds me, uh, Carrie Awerko brought her on the episode on the podcast. We can link that in the show notes. She is a firecracker. I love her. She left a great post and I believe a great comment and I believe I pinned it uh, and she just talked about the, the moving nature of this and how it's not, it's not set and I love that. This could be for different goals. Uh, let, me, let me actually go find her comment and, say, and, and see what she said here. So she said, thank you for posting this. It is a wonderful way to contemplate change, meaning, and purpose. Things change and are always changing in some way. I imagine the circles in the diagram slowly moving, but I think the movement is implied. And I'm like, she's have some more other really nice stuff there, but that's the important part because she's just uh, amazing. Um, actually, let me read that. Not just because it made me feel good, but because I want to encourage growth in you. And she said, anyway, thanks again. Love how you have allowed yourself to shift direction in the past few years. I love it. Carrie, I love you. Uh, but I love that comment and this idea of this changing nature of things. Right? I think there's just so much in this diagram. It's not a set, fixed thing. We're growing, we're evolving, we're changing, and understanding that, like, you know, as we move forward, we get a new view, and it kind of puts us perhaps in a new part of the circle, a new part of the, the circles, or maybe kind of changes things entirely. And to me, that's super, super exciting. All right, I'm gonna wrap this up because it's a Thursday shorty, and it's getting a little bit longy. As always, endlessly, endlessly, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you, for the likes, for the comments, for the reviews. You are all phenomenal. Until next time, friends, maestro, 